reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth. Nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. When these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not come drowsy for carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Advent's a, a, a season of hope, and um, I like Advent a lot simply because it's all about longing for the coming of Jesus. We, after his first coming in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, long for his second coming. The Jews, before his birth, uh, and to this moment, uh, long for the coming of Messiah. It's, uh, it's I guess if it's a feeling that I live with a lot. <laughs> I, just, I just want him to come and fix everything, you know. Um, and that is, I think, a good hope that he'll come and fix everything. But you see, that's what they thought at the beginning before he came the first time. And he didn't fix everything. It's strange. God is so strange. When he came to be saved, he didn't come to fix it. Rather, he did, but in a way that I would have preferred another way, because he came to become a victim of it, just like you and I. And I'm talking about it, you know, the world, the, the mess. He became a victim of it. And in that way, he has fixed it. And Christian, I'm sorry, um, we spent 2,000 years pondering that. We've come up with various ways of uh, interpreting how the death of Jesus has saved human beings from sin. I mean, we believe it. But exactly how that works is very strange. I'm not sure I have my head around it. Um, I would like to have had him somehow save us from all that sin has done to us and continues to do to us and how it's twisted this world and all of us in it. That doesn't seem to be changed, except, of course, the way he came to fix it was in here one life at a time, not out there, 
through political, economic, or whatever other forces that uh, we would like to see clean things up. He came, certainly, to establish justice and peace and love, but the hard work, people, is that it first has to be here. I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't want to be peaceful. <laughs> sometimes I don't want to forgive people who hurt me, people who are hurting other people. Sometimes it's hard <clears throat> to seek justice when it doesn't seem to do any good. But a point, of course, the point is that this heart first be just. That needs fixing. And I guess that's the reason why it's still a mess out there, because so many of our hearts, mine included, haven't really learned how to see, respond, act justly. Especially, especially with the definition of God's meaning of justice. What does God mean by justice? Apparently, what he means is to take all of the horror into himself in such a way that spiritually injustice will not in the end crush us. It will still hurt us, maybe even kill us. It did him. But somehow we believe that in that death he's destroyed the power of the injustice in my heart to have control of me. To really set me free from the little injustices that need to be done for my sake, for my needs, for my rights, for whatever. See, I, I would have preferred a Messiah to come and just whack the bad guys and, and, and mend the good guys and just make it all right. Well, we believe he will one day. We really do. He will come again and, uh, to judge the living and the dead. I mean, we, we profess that every Sunday. <laughs> so I guess what I'm hoping for is that the reason he came the first time will bear fruit so that when he comes the second time, I really will know how to live in the world of peace and justice and love because I've practiced it already, learned it already, to some degree anyway, kids. Happily, as Catholics, we believe in this thing called salvation as being a process of growth, not something that I decide to have because I believe in Jesus, but something he decides to give me one step at a time as I dare follow Jesus. People will die of fright in anticipation of what's coming upon the world. The powers of heavens will be shaken. Signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On earth, nations will be in dismay and perplexed at what's coming on the world. I mean, this is a description of certainly the world that Jesus was in. It's a description of the world we st we're still in. So as I read through this gospel, I'm looking for, well, where's the hope? Where's the promise, you know? Um, well, when these signs 
happen? Stand erect, raise your heads, your redemption is at hand. Stand erect. All of that fearful stuff that frightens us, that coerces us into making sinful, selfish, frightened decisions about our lives and for the lives of those we love. Um, to stand erect in the Greek means not to have anything weighing down on you, to be free of the coercion of all that stuff in the world that frightens us and forces us. And, you know, you think you're in charge of your money, you know you're not in charge of your money. You think you're in charge of your life, you know you're not in charge of your life. There's somebody else who's richer, stronger, I don't know, whatever. We're just burdened people. I mean, look at the political situation in our country. We are so frightened and angry and disgusted that we're just so divided and so abusive to each other. See, the promise is that that is not going to have any power over us. We can raise our heads and see him coming because he's at hand. And Jesus says, well, now don't, don't carouse and don't get drunk to kind of escape all this horror stuff that you have to face and that you go, you're going through, the anxieties of daily life. No, don't be caught up in that stuff. The day of transformation, the day that God will come to finally finish the work, not just in my and your heart, but in the world, bringing that sort of kingdom of justice and peace and love that we long for. That day will come. It will assault everyone. You know, usually I know uh, we Catholics have been raised probably from the good nuns, um, kind of fearful of the final judgment, you know. Am I good enough? Am I, have I, have I said enough novenas? Have I, have I forgiven my enemies enough? Have I, am, am I good enough to, to go through that Jesus when he comes to judge? But please remember, that's not the question. The question is, he's been good enough. Already, that's what he did on the cross, people. He took the judgment. He took the condemnation. He took the power of sin to condemn us out of the world, out of our hearts. We're still struggling with it, oh yes. And we still fail, oh yes. But that does not condemn us. That just keeps us from standing straight with our heads erect. And so we have to go to him for the mercy and the forgiveness that frees us up again from the tyranny of all this stuff that tries to control us in the world. Giving us the freedom to love anyway. To be merciful anyway. To seek what is truly just, not just for me, but truly just, the justice of God that is there with mercy and, and acceptance and, and, I don't know, reconciliation, that justice. Yeah, we, we, we get returned to that every time, even though when we fail, we, we, we mess up, but, but that his grace, his forgiveness, his sacraments, Keep freeing us up.
you have the strength to escape the tribulation. The tribulation is not some coming time of horror, though indeed a time of horror might be coming. The tribulation is that imposition upon us of the forces of the world that beat us down, control us, coerce us. Pray that you have the strength to escape, and that does not mean avoid that. It does mean endure it, come through it, with, in, and through him, just like he did. On the cross, into the tomb, and out the other side of death, into God's new world. And we're just hanging on to him. The Mass, as you know, that, making us present, giving us access to the, the death and resurrection of Jesus so we can hang on to him today, this week, as we go through our tribulation, whatever it is. So we can stand before the Son of Man. That's the hope, people. What he has done already and is in the process of doing, he will bring to completion. Not just in us, but in the world. And so we can not be afraid, even of our foolishness. He has won the victory already and he will bring it to completion when he, when he comes and we finally see him face to face.